Blake. Pick a man. Bring your kit. I hoped today might be a good day. Hope is a dangerous thing. You have a brother in the 2nd Battalion. Yes, sir. They're walking into a trap. Your orders are to deliver a message calling off tomorrow morning's attack. If you fail, it will be a massacre. Let's talk about this for a minute. Why? We've got orders to cross here. That is the German front line. I hope today would be a good day. Hope is a dangerous thing. It's a Boylan Ross podcast, episode 110. Why was that a question? Usually we're on top of this stuff. (laughs) He's Nick Boyle. What did we just see? We didn't just see anything, but we did see it recently. Um, We saw 1917. Oh. Sam Mendes. The year? New movie. No. A movie. A movie. Wow. All right, look, we're going to be quick on this podcast. All right, look, last time on episode 109, you were, what? You're talking. Yeah. Oh. That's a podcast. (laughs) That's another podcast playing on our podcast. Let's start this over. So look, look, 1917, last episode on episode 109 where we talked about Jojo Rabbit. You were like, you and Michaela were so excited. You're like, I can't wait to see it. You're like, I already know it's going to be, uh, I'm going to love this movie. And yeah. me and Julia were looking at it. It's probably like a meme where we're just like, eh, yeah, eh, okay. All right, go see it. Yeah. So you got it, champ. Synopsis. 1917 takes place in World War One in the year 1917. Two soldiers are tasked with crossing across enemy lines on foot, the two of them, to pass along a message to the front line of the British soldiers to save the day and prevent them from an ambush. There you go. That's the synopsis. You did it. It's starring uh, Prince Tommen from uh, Game of Thrones. Wait. King Tommen. <laughs> Mr. Tommen? No, King, King Tommen. <laughs> from uh, Narnia? Oh, Mr. Tumnus. Mr. Tumnus. Thank Mr. you. Mr. Tumnus is also in this. You know what Mr. Tumnus was played by? Who? James I, McAvoy. Oh, yeah. He totally was. I knew that. That yeah. was so stupid. I didn't even guess. Yeah, it's all good. Nah. Anyways. Yeah, so look. Here's the deal. Get him to the Greek is playing in the background of this podcast right now. One of our what could already movies. be described as one of the worst podcasts of the year by us right now. Yeah, we're uh, starting off strong. Look, 1917, yes. Uh, this movie, what you've heard about it is true. The technical achievement of this movie to be in two shots is amazing. Yep. It looks beautiful. Yeah. The way it's choreographed and all the things that happen on the big screen, amazing. Yeah. Boyle, are we going to be thinking about this movie in six months? No. Yeah. And there's a problem with this movie. And, and there is the history of Best Picture winners right there for you. Yeah, Do in a you nutshell. care afterwards? Don't this, get me wrong. This is like Gravity. We we, yeah, and just like Green Book. I loved Green Book. I wanted to watch it again. Still haven't. Yeah. You well. know, it's just like the ones who win. Well, no, I would compare this more to Roma last year where you're like, wow, that was really well okay. made. But do I want to watch it again? I'd give this more credit than that. I would say I'd rather watch this again than yeah. Roma. Yeah. Roma was very well made, but it's not a movie I'm rushing to go see again. No. But let's get into this movie. So the thing, I think you nailed the nail on the head with the fact of that when we sat there, we were excited just because it's kind of, like you said, the propaganda for it. It's been pushed out there in, and stuff. In July, the first trailer came yeah, out, and you're, you're like, like, oh my God. One, and then you hear, 
one shot? Yeah. That came but out it's like a so month after the trailer. I wish I didn't know oh, really? the whole movie. It was really fun. Was Julia, Julia as, remember watching it and you were like, wait a minute, well, is this one take? Fun. You're like, that's cool, right? That was what, like 10 minutes into the movie? What part? 1917, where you're like, oh, wow, this is one take. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's when I realize it. <laughs> and then what happens the rest of the movie, you go, all right, where are they going to do the cut things? Like, where but are we that's gonna, what I did. Where are we going to see where they that cut? That was like the, when I, when we used to like create and edit and direct like your films in high school, it was like, it's the same thing. I, I saw, I was like, there it is. And... There it is. And then how everyone's now talking about how the two shot and the end where it goes blanket mode, as you know, Kyle would say or something. Yeah. You know, it, the thing about that that I thought, darn, if you guys, if you didn't go so slow in that scene, you could have still gotten away with the one shot. But that scene was too, that scene and one other scene was too apparent that the, the uh, it was too apparent that the show... I'm gonna do a little crisscross. It was was too apparent that like that was where there was a cut in the movie, and like whereas the other ones were pretty like the camera went down in the gravel, so then you didn't realize, you know, you know, you realize, but as a film person, you know, if you didn't know that, then you wouldn't notice. But this looked like you literally had too much of a pause that you could be like, yeah, they obviously stopped right there, you know. So there were a lot of there were a lot of times where I was like, where could they have even cut here? But even I will appreciate the fact that in those transitions and those cuts, how they were able to tell time. Yeah. And it was very interesting, like especially in the basement scene when he's talking to that woman and like all of a sudden like a chunk the, the the church bell rings and you're like, Oh my gosh, like a lot of time has passed that he's down there, but it didn't seem like that. I liked that they did that. I thought Sam Mendes did a really well job with this. So yeah. like he definitely deserves best director, I think, after yeah, watching. Yeah, the directing this. this movie's amazing. But again, I haven't seen Parasite, so that's also biased. But you know, I, I am very, very impressed. By and, this. and the cinematography, best cinematography should go to Roger Deakins again. He won for Blade Runner 2049. This movie is just a lot more um, in your face in terms of a cinematography standpoint yeah. with the camera movements and the stuff on screen. You have big, sweeping areas of land and these small characters up against it. And you have a lot of things going on at any given time in some of the war scenes, too. And it's focusing on this one person. You got all this stuff going behind him. This movie, yeah, just so every technical aspect of this movie is just very well made. Some of the tension in this movie, and now people are giving this movie a lot of, you know, and and some of it's justified. Like, it's kind of giving a hard time for just a lack of story. That doesn't mean to say that this movie didn't have its fair share of tension, though. That part when they're in the bunker early on in the movie, I don't want to give away what happens. You're just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah. You're jolted. There's a few moments where you're jolting in this movie. There were, and there were definitely ones that took you, like... Through a heart race, and and it was still intense, and it was still a great movie, and I don't want to take that away. It's from like it. waiting in line for two hours for a roller coaster, and then at the end you go, oh, all right, all right. that was it, fun, yeah. yeah. Was should I have waited two I hours will for say it? I might watch it again though. I might when it comes out on DVD, only because or streaming service, because I just to give um, to be able to uh, have that satisfaction of watching the one shot again. Kind of piece some more things together yeah, now that you know what happens I, and how it ends. But like I said, the same thing about Gravity. Yeah. But Gravity was IMAX 3D. Still this never movie seen Gravity. Have, this movie doesn't have the gimmick of 3D IMAX. It's just straight up just amazing. And well, that was the other thing. 
Why was that movie not playing anywhere in IMAX? Probably because Star Wars was still playing in IMAX no, at the time. It was after that. Bad Boys for Life was in IMAX over it. And I was really surprised by that. When I went to, when she and I went to go see 1917, it was still playing uh, Star Wars in IMAX. Oh, I guess the oven's preheated. Can we put the asparagus in the oven? I, Mick? Any, any, I got it. Uh, thanks, Jules. Sorry. Oh, this podcast is... It's good. It's good. It's a good podcast. I so made, I it, made a dish. It, you did. And from what movie, boy? American Beauty. There we go. The asparagus it, with the hollandaise and the poached egg. People who listened to our podcast episode, that was the Jumanji episode, I believe, Michaela, will know that we exchanged oh, gifts. Okay. And it, it was the cookbook for the movies, and Boyle made a dish. Well, we're heating it up. How long are we heating it up for? Just a couple minutes. I, you just got to warm it. It's yeah. cooked, so. Hey, Siri. <laughs> set a timer for five minutes. Okay, your timer is set for five minutes. I love this podcast so much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's just get into eight, it. Eight kernels out of ten. Let's keep it moving. Eight kernels out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Because you yeah. can't go lower. That's not no, fair. It's isn't. technically beautiful. Yeah. And it's still, I mean, I would watch it again. Yeah. But am I going to right away? I don't know. It just is frustrating that in this culture that we're in where it's like, all right, we immediately have to compare. This time of year, we have to take it and compare it to other Best Picture nominees and other Oscar movies. Immediately, we're comparing this movie to other movies, and the other movies were just, to me, better viewing experiences. So who are we going to send it over to, Boyle? We're going to send it on over to Michaela with her opinion because she strayed a little far from you and I. Oh, Michaela, here we go. What? <laughs> I don't know. I made that up. Yeah, you made that up. Um, I gave it a three. Uh, I gave it a three, by the way. Bold. Uh, um, the one thing I wanted to say about this movie that I really liked, obviously the one-shot thing everyone talks about, but the fact that it was at eye level most of the movie, like the fact that you got the perspective and you got to like see from their eyes, like some of the times it was from the back of their heads. Some of the times you were watching them and the camera was going backwards. That like eye level perspective, especially in the trenches, like you wanted so bad to see over those trenches in the first few 10 minutes. They don't give it to you. Like, and they don't give it to you. Yeah. And it, I thought that was, they did, a, it was very impressive. The camera work, work was very impressive. And that's what I wanted to say about 1917. I give it eight kernels out of 10. That was a great point, Michaela. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. You felt like you didn't, I, I did love that. Great. Thanks. It felt like a video game how it's circling the characters the whole time. You're like, you, you weren't able to see anything else that the characters couldn't, and I appreciated mm -hmm. that. And I appreciated even when they walked into the room, you, you know, where they talked to the general. Like, you watched from them talking to the general, and then even the, like, the way they had to move in the room, the camera moved, and then all of a sudden you're actually from the colonel's perspective looking at them. Like, it was so well-timed and moved without distracting you from what was happening in that room at that moment where you have to cut away or you have to do this weird transition. Like, the transitions were so smooth. You just felt like you were the, you felt like you were the third person going yeah. out there and just standing yeah. there. And you never quite felt like you needed to see another angle. There no, wasn't a point where you're just I like, mean. come on, just give me another angle. No, no it was fine. It was, it I, was, I very was good happy it It's very good at that. covering all the action. Oh, my gosh. So, Ju Julia Cocosa, you also saw 1917. You saw it about uh, two weeks ago. It was We actually watched it. We actually were in theaters during the Kansas City Chiefs versus uh, Houston Texans game. So that was two weeks ago. Now, Julia Cocosa, what did you think of 1917? So should I read it first? Yeah, go for it. It was an 8 out of 10. I think that's what we all thought. It's the first time that's we've a, all done that. That's a fair score. What didn't give me the nine for me was just the fact that I didn't – It was, I was saying to Rojas, it was basically just like at the beginning when um, 
what was he like the sergeant he was kind of like this is your mission now go do it and then it was the action and then that was it it was like this is your mission they did it boom the end mm-hmm. and that's why i get why it was all one shot but it was just like there was like something missing that just didn't do it for me I thought it, the, what did it for me, obviously, was like the whole one shot thing. And then obviously the scene at the end, that's probably gonna, going to win Best Picture when they're all running. And See, I thought that it was interesting to see for the first time ever this, like, there was no nap. There was no hangout. That's like, true. it was just Full this out. guy brutal. Even at the end where he's just basically trucking himself through the troop of people to get to the captain. And he's like, oh, my God, I made it. I got to get there. Like, it just... It was this so much emotion to this one trip that time has not stopped. He has not taken a break. Yep. You know, even watching his friend in that one scene at the house in the beginning, and you just see him just white as a goat, and you're like, wow, like the way that they were even to, able to construct and how quickly that was actually going. But at the same point, how far time had traveled, it was, it was incredible. Yeah. So you're going to listen to us on Dual Redundancy maybe before or after. You hear this podcast, so we don't want to give away anything. But we will say this, that this movie won the Producers Guild Award for Best Movie um, at that award show, which is a pretty good indicator for what's going to win at the Oscars. Sam Mendes also won Best Director at the Directors Guild Award. So I think, uh, Julia, I think the asparagus thing Mm -hmm. is heated up. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you. So, wow, I feel very, like, bossy right now. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was just getting cozy. Yeah, I'm very sorry. Cozy Kokoza in the Kokoza household. That's right. Amen. So that wraps up 1917. Yeah. All right, boy, you only have to see two more movies that are nominated for Best Picture. And they I'm doing are. over the next two days. First one's Parasite. Second one's Little Woman. That's right. And so, uh, yeah, we wanted to quickly just make this a quick podcast. Three, two, one. Okay. Thank you. And so <laughs> that means it's time for our next segment. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to sell me on what you're going to watch? Oh, well, yeah. So, oh, so sell me on it. Sell well, me on I got to sell you on Little Women. That'll be the segment. There you go. For a minute. Do it. All right. Little oh, Women. Wait, wait. Oh, ready? Oh, right, you got your so. timer ready. Did I see it? They didn't see it yet. Uh, uh, Julia. And she, she, is, she is so fake in the theater. I am not. You were fake in the theater, no, Julia. It was good. It was. It's worth a nine. Don't get me wrong, but it's like it just. It's like what. It's like like it's inc- there. like the script is incredible. Like that's like what did it for me. But like if I could rate it like a five or six, I would give it a five or six. Like it was just. Wow. Austin where, where and Maddie would agree with me because they we, hated it. Is this running right now? Yes. Oh, oh hey, I didn't even know that. <laughs> where was this last night? You were like, that was really good. I liked no, it a lot. No, it was. It's a nine out of ten for me. That's all I'm just gonna say. But I'm I'm saying as in like. There's so many good parts that bring it to a nine, but it's like if you took away all those amazing parts and it was kind of just like a regular movie, man, it would be pretty you did, boring. You did not sit through Roma last year. I <sighs> have not seen Roma. No. Yes, I, that is the bar. That is where you just want to cry. I just went off. I didn't even know it was on. <laughs> nope. But anyway, so. Anyways, let's do it. Look, all right, so I'm going to sell you on a little Oh, right? and then of course my timer went off. I'm so excited. All right, ready? ready? Yep. In three, two, one, go. Little Women, uh, again, directed by Greta Gerwig. So right off the bat, you should see this movie because she made Lady Bird, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. Lady Bird, also starring Saoirse Ronan. She's in this movie as well. You like other Oscar nominees? Yeah. You have Meryl Streep is in this movie. Laura Dern's in this movie. Florence Pugh is in this movie, who's nominated for supporting actress in this movie. You have great acting performances. Bob Odenkirk, fantastic. So actors, amazing. Now, you're probably wondering, the story, hey, Nick, 
This movie's been done a million times before. Well, fear not, Boyle. What Greta Gerwig did with the story is she adapted the screenplay and did it in a way that has never been done before, based off of the book. She actually matched some of the stuff that happens later in the book to stuff that happens earlier in the movie, earlier in the book, and happened and juxtaposed it against each other throughout the movie, which makes it a very unique viewing experience. And it's something I've never seen before. And look, this movie just made me feel so happy on the inside. And really, at the end of the day, isn't that what you want from a movie? Happiness. Six, five. Four, three. I love you guys. Two, one. You did it. Oh, so there you go. That's uh, this week's Tell Me on it. Boyle, uh, you have to see it anyway because it's nominated. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, so. <laughs> I loved it. I'm saying it was amazing, but I'm saying if you take away all those good parts of it, it brings you to like just a like. Remember those movies, Little House on the like that the books, Little House on the Prairie. It's kind of like you would read it and that was it. It's like if you took away like so many of the amazing things that were part of this movie, like I'm saying, it would just be pretty general. This amazing. movie is It's like, amazing though. I'm not saying it's This movie is my weighted blanket of the movie season. It comforts me. It warms me. I love this movie. Yeah, it, it seems like it's just going to be a very gentle movie for you that's going to... It's gonna rock. You. I'm exa- excited what for what you guys think about it because uh, yeah, I'm not exactly what they would consider the target demo for this movie, and I loved it. So, look, so you've seen yeah. you've seen these, but you are, have some tasks for yourself. This I weekend. do have some tasks. So uh, I think a few weeks ago when we did a phone in uh, podcast, we started introducing a segment like streaming picks for the week, right? Yeah. And I said on Netflix I was gonna watch the Laundromat by the next episode. Yeah. I didn't do that. So my pick for between now and the, we'll see what the next episode is. Goal is to see Two Popes on Netflix. Yeah. My other pick for you guys on Disney Plus, which remember that one? That was the one with uh, Baby Yoda on it. Mm. Anyway, if you're interested in checking out a Disney Plus movie, I would say check out the Muppet movies that came out a few years ago. Love them. I never saw them. Oh, well. So there you go. I'm a Muppet there. guy. They're on there. So, and then my pick for HBO Now, which I've never seen these two movies before, and some consider them the best one two movies in terms of like some people say even the sequel might be even as good as or better than the original, is Alien and Aliens is uh, on HBO now. And that's something I want to see this weekend. All right. But we might see some of the best animated shorts or live action shorts. We'll see. See what happens. That's my streaming picks for the week. Boyle, do you have any uh, picks or anything you want people to check out over the next week? (laughs) No. I I saw um, Tall Girl on Netflix because of Lights, Camera, and Barstool's commentary. Yeah. I give it a... uh, a three out of ten. Okay. This movie was uh, not good. That's what I heard. At all. It's made for very young teenagers okay. who are like, so maybe no don't crowd work. that's watching Netflix? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. That crowd loves Netflix. Yeah, but watching that? You think yeah. they're going to come home and say, I want to throw on Tall Girl? Yes, actually. So wow. Bill Simmons has a podcast. And he has his, his daughter on the show every now and then. She's, uh, I believe she's either an eighth grader or she's a freshman in high school. I think she's 14. She watched Tall Girl like six times. What? Loved it. Yeah. Young teenagers oh love that stuff. Okay. This movie is made for people who don't have a lot of big thoughts. Okay. Wow. That was very mean. <laughs> but I gave it a three out of ten. You want to know why I gave it an extra half star? No. Honestly, because it's not offensively bad. Well, it is offensive, but it's not offensively bad. This is an offensive movie because it makes it seem like tall. Tall girl it has like the worst life out of them all, and there's like and she's only like six four, right, or something. Six one. There's yeah, not even, not like, there's, even that. <laughs> there are way worse things in the world. Yeah, you could be. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's, why was this made? I don't want to get serious, yeah. but yeah. So, okay. that's pretty much it. I don't even feel like looking at my letterbox right now because no. I, I mean, I saw Home Alone three. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, again, I saw it for lights, camera, bar still. And if you can kind of pick up on what I saw, Ant Man for the first time. Cool. That was good. All I like right. it. There you go. 
Anything else, Boyle? Nope. All right. Follow Boyle on Twitter. Boyle92. At Asparagus. At Asparagus. At. At Jules underscore Coco. Mr. Business and Huglife.com. That's right. Oh, yeah, the cat shirt's away. <laughs> I sweat into this thing. So, uh, Jules, follow her on Letterboxd. And also, Michaela, now you on Letterboxd now. She got a new post coming, 1917. Oh, there we go. Uh, where can we find you on Letterboxd? What's your uh, username oh, or what do we search? give me a moment. I'm in it's order MC to... It, it's MC and Tough? I think so, but she's checking. You know what's frustrating is like... Oh, I, it is. Damn, I'm seed and tough. Good luck spelling seed and tough. That's right. We're not just, tell you. just speak it into your phone. Your phone will do the rest. There you go. You won't look like a it crazy probably will. I still yes. get into their last name. I'm like, seed and tough. Seed and tough. Um, so, till next time, I'm Nick Ross. He's Nick Boyle. Goodbye. Bye. And good night. It's not even starting. All right. This is Cookie and Kristen. And we just saw 1917. All right, so I'm going to go right out of the gate with this one, and I'm going to give it a solid 10. I mean, any movie that gets me and uh, has me emotional at the end, that's that's a solid. The movie was well-acted, cinematography, story was great. Um, just everything was fantastic in this movie. That's my opinion. Your thoughts? No, it was, it was well done. Um, I, um I'll be the antithesis of you just because I, I don't have as much of a as a tie to war movies as you do. Um, I think the cinematography is phenomenal. I think the set is phenomenal. Um, just the feeling, the, the you know, desperation, the, that whole thing, it, just really, really excellent. I don't feel like it really broke any new ground. Um, did see very a lot of similarities with uh, Saving Private Ryan, um, but that said, it was well done and and um, I, I was anxious. So that's that's good when a, a movie can do that. What do you give it? Uh, I'll go eight point five. Well, all right. Um, well, I definitely recommend, you recommend. One funny thing about this movie is I don't think any of the actors, I mean, there's one principal actor throughout the whole movie, and he's not nominated for anything. No. No, interesting. But um, whatever it has been nominated for, I think it deserves. I still haven't seen Parasite, so I don't know. Yeah. But we shall see. There's not a lot of, not a lot, a lot of dialogue in this. No. But so it's interesting. the acting, even right. without it, it's yeah. just the physicality yeah. is what I think he does. And the ending is just... <sighs> All right. Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye. Thank you. Okay, this is Cookie and... Kristen. And we just saw... Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Not Jojo White, to be confused with the Celtic great. Um, first off, right off the bat, I just want to say I thought this was a very good movie. Very well written, well shot. Um, I guess it's an adapted screenplay. So whoever wrote it, great job. Well deserving. Costumes were fantastic. I mean, I'm a big World War II guy, and I think they did a great job with the costumes. Um, how do you know? I don't know how to say the director's name. Takati? Taki. Smog's washing your hands right now. Sorry. I thought he did a great job. I'm surprised he wasn't nominated. I'm surprised the little boy wasn't nominated. I thought he was. Oh, maybe uh, Golden Globes. No. I don't know. He was, Golden Globes, he was yeah. nominated, yeah. So uh, what'd you think? It was good. I, I don't have the same reaction as you do for it. Um, 
I don't know, ver a variety of reasons. I, I went in expecting maybe a lot more satire and there was a, a message, definitely a message to be taught. And um, I think it's appropriate for these this day and age, um, you know, of tolerance and understanding each other and maybe hearing each other out and mm -hmm. things like that. So a very important message done in a, a fun kind of way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, 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 I'll tell you, Put Sam Rockwell in a movie. I'm going to see it, mm. and and uh, I enjoy him immensely. And, he's uh, so natural in everything he does. I think uh, the the little boy who steals every scene though has got to be Yorkie. Yorkie is great. great Yorkie job. was great. He was fun. He delivered his lines so well. It's just almost you feel like he's older than yes. he is. <laughs> it's just incredible. So I, think I can't die. Um, all right, so what do you give it? I give it a, a eight and a half. Eight and a half. I give it a nine. I thought it was great. Uh, even though they said the name, it was an eight, and then it got said the name, and then it came a nine. So that's uh, that's us. See you later. Bye. Bye.